Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2,452. Today I'm in Italy with a shop that built some of the cars that you've seen on the most recent movie, Ferrari. But they do so much more than that. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today I'm in Modena, Italy. You know what that means. Wonderful cars, wonderful people, wonderful wine, and all sorts of great things with a very special guest, Rita Campana. Rita, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have it in gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? Thank you, Mark. Thank you very much for inviting me here, and I'm ready to go full throttle. Wow, I'll bet. Yeah, we're going to have some fun. (laughs) Now, before we get into uh, this life that you live, very interesting life, by the way, of careers and what you're doing now, I always like to kind of break the ice and ask my guests this question. Tell us one little thing that most people maybe don't know about you, Rita. Uh, Well, I think that just a few people know that I make delicious vegan cakes and desserts (laughs) and they taste good, but they also look very nice because I decorate them with all the tools you could find in a pastry shop, like the sac a poche or some, some small chocolate decoration I make myself. Wow. So I can make a three-tier wedding cake without blinking an eye, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am in the right place today. I'll get my cappuccino or my espresso and have a wonderful piece of delicious cake of yours. Uh, This is fantastic. Really fun. You know, I like that question because it kind of shows the listeners all the different facets of Mm -hmm. my guest life. And you have many facets to your life, Rita. So allow me to introduce (laughs) you properly. Rita Campana is the owner at Campana Modena, one of the oldest body shops in the province of Modena, Italy. Founded in 1947 by her grandfather and then handed down to her father and now managed by Rita. Campana has over 10,000 square meters in a variety of buildings where they restore, repair, and create modern, classic, and vintage racing cars. They are an authorized Fiat, Alfa Romeo, Alancia, and Maserati service center, and the levels of handmade services are the best in the world. Rita was born in Modena and earned a degree in architecture. I told you she had many facets. She worked as an architect for 15 years, concentrating her work on interior design and vintage building restorations. There's a little tie to what she's doing today. During these years, she wrote articles about architecture and design, appeared on Italian radio and TV broadcasts, and held conferences about Italian design. She often went over and helped the family while she was in architecture when needed. And in 2019, she decided to join the automotive family business full-time as a third-generation member. You can see some of their most recent builds in the new movie Ferrari featuring cars that they built from scratch for the film. We'll be back in just a moment to learn a lot more, but first we're going to take a break and listen to our sponsors. I think I'll have a bite of this delicious cake, a sip of espresso, (laughs) and we'll be right back. We might be gone a long time though, but we'll be back. I promise you. For several years now, you've heard me talk about Linkage Magazine. I've been a subscriber since the start. They're talented and creative team brings you a spectacular publication and website 
that shares the automotive passion from a worldwide perspective. Linkage is about driving, restoring, collecting, and first-hand experience at collector car auctions and more. They bring you real-world values plus rational, experienced opinions on the current markets. They cover the automotive world and the people who share our passions. And Linkage Magazine has grown, mailing you six issues annually. Join me on this journey with Linkage. They're geared for the automotive life. You can subscribe at LinkageMag.com. Are you ready to take charge of your financial future? Then let me introduce you to Capitalize Your Finances. It's an online course designed to empower you with the knowledge and tools for mastering your money. This course will help you lay out the ins and outs of budgeting, the importance of emergency funds, investing strategies, and how to plan for a secure retirement. All this presented by financial planner Chris Paniotu. Chris has developed this course to help you effectively navigate your world of finance with confidence. Stop stressing about money and start taking control. Enroll in Capitalize Your Finance online course today and pave your way to financial success. To learn more, go to CapitalizePodcast.com slash courses or better yet, go to the Cars yeah website show notes page for today's show and click on the link under Capitalize Your Finances. You'll be glad you did. Do it today. So, Rita, I want to talk a little bit about your background first, because my father was an architect, and I grew up in that world, which is wonderful because you learn about history. He took us to art museums. We always were doing things creative around the house, easels and sculptures and things like that. So I want you to share a little bit about why architecture was so important to you, and then this migration you made into the family business, which has opened up a whole world. So take it away. So I think that I started to to study architecture because I always like to do creative things. That means maybe drawing, but also, as I said before, <laughs> cooking, but with the decoration aspect. So I also liked the, the idea of renovating a building. So take one building that is maybe in a really bad condition and Take it to a new life, take it to a new life in the exterior, but also in the interior. So uh, I was very interesting in, in all the things that you can put inside a building, you can put inside a home, because the, the most important thing for me was that kind of trying to make that apartment or that villa or whatever perfect for the family that had to live in. Well, the, the key part of this and having grown up with a dad as an architect is understanding the needs of the people that are going to live there or the businesses or whatever that might be. And there's a lot of this that ties to what you're doing with automobiles, right? Quite interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so to tell you the truth, it was not an easy decision to switch the, from being an architect to, to work for the company. I tried to work as an architect and for my family company for a while, but it was pretty stressful to tell you the truth. No kidding. In 2019, I decided to join the company full time and they have in common this this kind of thing that you have to understand what the client need. So mm -hmm. you have to understand what a client need for the for his home, but you have to understand also what he needs or she needs for right. the car, for his car. You know, that is for modern car, but also for historic cars. So 
having to deal in the proper way with a client, I think that is really an important thing that is in common with the two jobs. Oh, absolutely. That communication line has to be so clear when you're thinking about restoring a, a building or designing a building. I, I yes. just remember many dinners with my father around the dinner table talk, talking about conversations with clients. Sometimes they don't know what they want. Sometimes they want exactly. more than they can have. And sometimes they just don't, they don't know what they're talking about, right? <laughs> they never know what they want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. They think they know, but they're not sure at the end. Yeah. And yes, it. you, you have to to lead them through a path where they can understand what they really need and what they really want. And yes, I think that it's it's really similar also because, you know, in restoration, you have different type of restoration. And I'm talking about buildings, but also cars. So you may want a, a conservative restoration. So I want uh, maybe I have a car, a car or a house, an historic one. Mm -hmm. And I want to keep the historic aspect of of the car and and of the of the house, of course. But maybe sometimes there's also the possibility that you would like to restore the car or the house, but given it, let's say, a future something about the the current technology, the future that we are going to live in. So it's not it, it's very difficult to, to understand especially for the clients, the the way to, to, to choose for a restoration. Yeah, I, I can only imagine having been around so many old cars. Now, your father, Onario, is the founder of the company, is that right? It's my grandfather. Your grandfather, okay. Well, I, you've grown up around uh, this this company. I mean, it's such an integral part of your, your bloodline, really, right? Yes, absolutely. I'm not so uh, such an expert on cars, so I'm afraid <laughs> of it. <laughs> but at the same time, it was something that I lived in. I breathed, you know, so it was really um, normal for me to see some kind of cars every time, you know, pass coming through the company. So to be around Ferrari, Maserati, Lamborghinis, it's not something you know, particularly exciting for me because <laughs> I grew, you grew up. up around it. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Very cool. Well, tell me a little bit about the company itself, because obviously over time it has evolved, it's grown. And I was introduced to you through Robert Nagel, who was in yeah. charge of stunts and driving. And he said, you've got to talk to Rita about this company because it has such a rich history and you tie in and we'll talk about the cars you built for the movie in a few moments. But I'm really more interested right now in the evolution of the business and what it, is, it has been, but more importantly about what it is today, because you work on not only older cars yes, and the real old idea of pounding metal and forming it around bucks and things, but also new cars as well. So tell us more about the brand, the business. So as you said, it's a very old brand. We are the, the oldest body shop still in business in Modena. My grandfather started in the countryside behind his house outdoors with his brother. So he didn't have any kind of equipment or tools. He started with a few hammer and other tools that they made themselves. So wow. it was really, really another kind of, you know, another kind of time. So that they could do anything without nothing. So 
And the company grew during the years and they started, I'm talking about my father and my grandfather, uh, they started to uh, a collaboration with many big companies like Lamborghini, Ferrari, but especially Maserati and the mm-hmm. Tommaso. Mm-hmm. So uh, the company dealt with restoration, but also with a lot of modern cars because we helped Maserati during the years with the production. So oh, wow. yes, so, yes, we we painted a lot of of body of the car. So before the car was assembled, and for example, in 2019, we painted a, more or less a 50% of the uh, matte color of of Maserati. Oh my gosh! Wow, you know this is fascinating because we even up to 2019, which isn't that long ago. Yes. You think about car manufacturers, these big factories and things, but there's still this touch of handwork on yes. up to that point of, of cars such as Maserati. It's not a huge company, of course, but this is incredible. I mean, what a rich history that exists yeah. here. Wow. The, the, I think that the big companies need company like has because especially with uh, um, special and custom paintings you know for example the matte one is a very complicated one because when you paint a car and it's a um, it's it's a polished car you can polish it you know after you paint it you can polish it if it has sound effects but with a matte car you cannot polish it at all (laughs) yeah it's got to be perfect exactly and it has to be perfect or you have to repaint it yeah. So I think that it's something that they need to be done by someone who has, you know, the skill to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing that you do with Maserati is your original spare parts company selling parts to people all over the world. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Correct. In uh, in the 90s, we um, basically uh, acquired the entire talk of new and old original Maserati mechanical and body wore spare parts wow. from 1958 to 1982. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> and then during the years, we continued buying parts so we can provide also parts from 1982 to today. So we have a pretty large stock. <laughs> if I can yeah. Yeah. It's more or less, let's say, 900,000 parts. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. <laughs> Well, you know, you think about this from your grandfather out behind the family's house and making yes, tools exactly, to where, exactly. where you've come. And this is a very unique business because I know a lot of people that do restoration of older cars, but they typically don't yes. touch new cars. And companies that do uh-huh. fix and work on new cars don't touch old cars. But you got a really wonderful combination in your company of new and old. And you said, and I I think you're being humble, you're not really a car person. I'm not so sure about that. But (laughs) uh, the fact that you've come in and are 100% owner of the business and running the company, but it sounds like you're a very smart lady because- Thank you. Well, of course, you've (laughs) surrounded yourself with all this talent and you just let, let them do their work. And you drive, you drive the ship and make sure you don't run up on shore or hit any rocks along the way. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I think that the strength of our company now in these days is that this flexibility, you know, we can work on modern cars, we can do special and custom paintings, we can uh, do liveries, we can do triple layer painting, but we can also restore great cars. So, wow. And 
this probably is the reason that we could make uh, the Ferrari movie. Yes, because, yeah. yeah. Yes, we we are we are a small company, but not too small. So <laughs> right. we have enough people to do a lot of work, but we are not, you know, a kind of big big company that does not this kind of specific and custom work. Well, what's really special about the cars you built for this movie that just came out. Spectacular movie too. Uh, really fun. For those of you who haven't seen it yet, go see it because it is this little glimpse of time in Ferrari's life and business that gives you a little better perspective of the man and what was going on. Very different than what the Ferrari brand is today. But Robert told me about the cars that were used in the action films. And of course, these cars today have become so valuable. Nobody's going to loan their car for uh, Patrick Dempsey or, or Robert to go out and yes. crash them, of course. So tell me a little bit about this process, because not only did you have to make replicas, if you will, but you had to make them not only look real, but have to be safe for the driver. So there's obviously safety equipment and also be able to carry rigs to do filming. So how did this collaboration work with you guys, the designers, Robert, Michael Mann? This is an amazing process. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> so we, we started the process. Uh, I'm starting from the beginning. I start from the beginning. So we started the, pro the um, process scanning the original cars, you know, that, of course, cannot be used for this kind of films because they're worth really millions. So we scanned the original cars through special devices, and we had also a complete photo reportage for each car. And then... From the files, we could create the molds and the model to proceed with aluminum beating and the gel coat plus fiberglass casting for the fiberglass bodywork. And in the meantime, in UK, the K-Tram chassis have been modified to support fiber and aluminum bodies by auto-action development. Yep. So they, they did the chassis and we were working on the, on the body. And... Once the, the bodywork was ready, we proceed by placing the bodywork on the chassis. And this has been a very delicate step because um, the, the chassis and the bodywork were set up in two different countries. Yeah. So you yeah. understand. <laughs> it was really delicate, but thanks to the use of the mathematical models and the continuous collaboration between us and auto action, the process was successful. So wow. we were very happy and then we moved forward with a pre-assembly of the sex uh, accessories because this is the time to to see if all the accessories and i mean for example the grill or the lamps are um are, are good with the, the dimension of of the body and then we started the preparation of the body work with sanding and filling and i'm talking about a lot of stages of filler because we had uh, the metal filler to adjust the bigger imperfection, then sanding, then the spray filler, sanding, the insulating primer, sanding, and finally <laughs> three coats of paint and two wow. coats of, of clear. Yeah. So wow. it was really an intense, uh, an intense job. I would imagine having the history of what you went through and your your team there, what a bunch of talented people you have, and then getting to see the film and seeing the cars there. I'm curious, what kind of response did that develop in you? I would imagine probably some tears. 
Yeah, I, I, it was really terrific <laughs> because, you know, it was the first time for us um, to collaborate with uh, a movie. Mm-hmm. So we, we had to do a lot of work in a, a really short time and we didn't have the time to think, oh, I don't know how the car would be on the screen. So we, we just work, work, work and try to have the car ready. And then when I saw them on, on the big screen, it was really, really amazing. Yeah. Really. Well, bravo to you and your team. I mean, just incredible. And typically the timelines to restore a real old car are far, far greater than probably the timeline that Michael Mann gave you, right? Absolutely. Normally, if you to, to do a proper work, it could take also a year. Or oh, maybe more than probably a year more, to, yeah. Exactly to restore properly properly a car. So when Michael Mann asked us to build nine cars in three months and a half, what? It was wait, like, wait a minute. What? Did you say? Did you say three <laughs> months and a half? Oh my gosh! Now, now no. I have to ask, why would you say yes to that? <laughs> <laughs> well, my father was a little bit like, are you serious? <laughs> right. Yeah. He's probably rolling his eyes saying, Rita, I, I put you in charge and now you've gone crazy. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, again, just amazing work. Wonderful what you guys have done. You. Uh, you're you welcome. I, I'd like to ask about what I call our driving inspirations, people that have been highly influential, helpful in your life. I would assume many people that you've surrounded yourself are like that, but is there one in particular you'd like to talk about? Well, I think that my grandparents showed me how to be independent and that if you are motivated, you can obtain, if not all you want, that in some occasion could seem a bit naive to say, but many important things in your life. So they both founded companies post-war, following their passion after leaving such a terrible experience. Yeah. Uh, my grandfather has achieved great results, evidently, but I'm very proud also of my grandmother too, because as a woman in the late 50, it must have been very hard to have your own business. So no kidding. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Well, you know, that's one thing that you have to stop and think about as you were telling me your family story 19 the late 40s it was post-war yeah. and europe and especially germany italy well a lot of countries were devastated and exactly. 1947 you think about what italy had just come out of and what the people had experienced and i'll tell you i've traveled to italy a lot and what i love about italy mostly are the people because their resilience and their mm-hmm. approach to life is very different than other countries, and especially here in the United States. There's, there's a, how can I describe it? Maybe there's an Italian word for it. There's a, there's a spirit. There's a vivaciousness. Mm-hmm. There's a, and it, it still exists today in the culture. W- would you agree with that? Absolutely, absolutely. I think that it's really a way to to stand up again after you fall. So it's not the fall, but how you stand up after this. So, and if you think that talking about the post-war in 1947, my grandfather started rebuilding and transforming the cars coming from the battlefields. So turning them into small trucks for local transport Mm -hmm. and all the post-war activities. So they, they used what they had. 
Yeah, you know, this is very uh, interesting because when I had Aloe Roof of Roof uh, Cars on the show, that's how his father started after the war, was taking old military equipment and building buses, tour buses, where he would take people on tours. So that spirit of rebuilding is just, it's hard, I believe, for anybody to, of this current time to comprehend that. Yes, I think so. Yeah. I think so. It's difficult for us to understand it. Is there an Italian word for that spirit or that, is there a word in, in Italian that kind of spirit to lift yourself up and? I think that it's, it's resilienza. So it's the resilience. Ah. I think that it's, it's perfect. It's perfect to identify this strength, this, um, this passion of, of, of people, of Italian people. Absolutely. Now, now you mentioned the fact that you came into this business making a very difficult decision to leave your career mm -hmm. in architecture. And I would assume, I always ask what I call the challenge question here. That must have been a challenge for sure. What was your biggest challenge as you came in full-time into the business and took over? Uh, as you look back and say, wow, that was really difficult. I don't want to go through that again. However, it taught me some really valuable lessons. Well, I think that from uh, a business point of view, working often on the Ferrari movie has been quite a challenge. <laughs> so, no, there you go. Yeah. So we had we really had to change the way to approach the job that we normally use uh, when we deal with historic cars. So and we had to work very fast, but at the same time with a great attention to details because they were very important. For Michael, so and I had to have I had a timetable where I checked all the different stages for every car on daily basis, so that I knew if it we were in time or not, and if not, how we could fix the gap. So I think that this is has been quite a challenge, and I think that the important thing is that you have to be really organized. When you are organized, you can face. More or less everything. Yes. <laughs> and well from, <laughs> from a, uh, a private life point of view, um, I think that a big challenge for me has been when my mother died 18 years ago. So it happened a few months after I had graduated. So I was happy about my results. The company was expanding and everything seemed to be good. But then we discovered that she had a very graphic cancer. And oh, sorry. The doctors couldn't do anything to save her. So it was the first time for me that I had to face something like this. And you start to see life in a completely different way, you know? Right. You understand that nothing is forever and that every single moment is important. Really? Well, there's some words of uh, great inspiration for all you listeners as we start into this new year, uh, most definitely. It, it's easy to say that, but when you have to live it, and we've lost members of our family to cancer. Uh, my mother's a cancer survivor of well, over, mm. over 30 years now. So, wow. but still, yes, uh, it makes you sit back and realize how important every day is. I think, again, that comes back to the Italian culture and lifestyle of living every day, fully spirited, happy, vivacious. I think that ties in. So very mm -hmm. well said, very well said, especially for this new year. Now, I always, yes. like, to, I always like to ask people about a special vehicle in their life. In your case, this could be a vehicle that you've had, or it could be a, maybe it's something very special that you guys uh, restored that was quite unique and different. Uh, is there a special vehicle you could share a story with? 
So I have a special car in my life, and I know that I'm going to disappoint someone. Oh, say no. What it is. <laughs> no, no, no. Because I'm talking about the Mitsubishi Pajero. Oh, <laughs> that I okay. Have <laughs> okay. And with these cars, I've done really everything. I drove to Nürburgring circuit in Germany and to Spa-Francorchamps in France and many other places. I went out of the mud, probably throwing it at the cars behind me, but I didn't <laughs> care at that time. Uh, I went on curbs, hills, many times to the mountains where there was a lot of snow and I took off a small van full of building materials out of the snow just pulling it with a Pajero so I really lived and enjoyed a lot of adventure with that car and I was very sad when I had to sell it. Well the the Pajero which is a a model that didn't really come here to the U.S. but that's basically (laughs) it's an SUV right? Yes exactly it's an SUV. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's why I like to ask this question, because sometimes I get pretty exotic cars, but other times it's what cars are really about for most of us. And that is they're about creating experiences. Yes, absolutely. You know, I've seen a lot of really amazing and rare cars in the company. No kidding. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) But with this, I I really lived a lot of uh, adventures. So, yes. (laughs) Well, that's the great thing about vehicles is they they do create memories. And I always say they're also a wonderful catalyst for gathering people together. They bring people together. Those cars that you built brought you and I together today. So there you go. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Absolutely. So I like to play car psychologist a little bit here Mm -hmm. and crawl into your mind. If you were reincarnated, that means you were manifest as a vehicle. Not what you want to be, though. It's how you perceive the lady in the mirror who's deep down inside. What type of car would you be? But the more important part of this question is why? Okay. So um, I think it would be a Maserati Gran Turismo because, (laughs) yes. I love it. because it's a car that evolved during the years and it seems pretty the same but it's better at every review like I try to be I always try to learn as much as I can from my mistakes (laughs) and (laughs) from my experiences and it's also a sportive car but at the same time comfortable and suited to relax like me I mean (laughs) I like to do a lot of things but I, I need my time off as well And finally, it has roots in the craftsmanship tradition like me, but with a strong look to the future. Ah, very nice. Now, is that a car that is by any chance a a daily driver for you? Yeah, maybe. Maybe, (laughs) maybe, yeah, maybe. Well, I think you did that really well. That that question trips people up sometimes. It's hard Mm -hmm. to remove what you love with who you are. So, yeah. question you're right you did it well it is different that's for sure yeah it can't be too easy here now is there a great book that you would like to share with our listeners so um i would like to share two books with you one is let me tell you a story by jorge bucay who is an argentinian psychologist and writer and this book i think is useful to see everyday problems in a different way and it does it taking the reader through a series of, of stories. And if this one helps understanding our emotions and feelings, the other one explains our behavior from a chemical and a physical point of view. And I'm talking about The Molecule of More by Daniel Lieberman and Michael Long, where they explain how dopamine is the base of our most 
basic behaviors. And it's amazing to discover our creativity, seeking, uh, craving, and love also are related to this molecule. Interesting. And chemical. <laughs> both. Well, this is wonderful. Yeah, you brought both sides to this story. And those are two books that people have never recommended, which is pretty challenging when you consider how many people I've interviewed. There's a place on my website <laughs> called, uh, yeah, called Guest Recommended Books, where there's over 3,000 books listed there for people to uh, enjoy that have been Ooh. shared with my inspiring automotive enthusiasts. But you brought two new ones. So I love that. We're into the new year. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to have to get my hands on those books. Very, very interesting. Perfect. So I'm a bit of an enabler, Rita. I like to enable my guests to have some fun in a fantastic way, a little bit of a mm -hmm. fantasy way here. I will park any car you would like in your driveway. You can take it on a drive with anybody, including somebody from the past that's no longer with us, which opens up a magical world of opportunity. So what does the ultimate drive look like for a lady who's been around some ultimate cars? So I think I will disappoint someone. <laughs> no, no, here. no. <laughs> because to tell you the truth, if uh, I would like to have space for a few people, not just one. Nice. Um, it would be difficult for me to, to pick just one. I have a, a bunch of people that would like to be with me. And these small groups includes people that are important to me in different ways. So I would like to have them all together. So I'm not going into details about these people because I don't want uh, someone to get upset. Of course. I understand. No, you're very, yeah, good to be diplomatic. Yes. So I think I need a small van to have oh, all of okay. my board. And I think I'd ask my sister to drive because I would be able to enjoy the conversation and the landscape. And I know I know that she would drive safely, not too slow, but not like a crazy <laughs> person. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I think that we'd be talking of nice and family memories like uh, do you remember that time when we met or when we did this or that and, and so on. Ah, nice. That's a very nice answer to that question. Uh, I love that. Thanks. Yeah, very, very cool. <laughs> All right, I'll get to work and find you something very comfortable and enjoyable so you can uh, drive around the Italian country, stop That's for uh, stop for drinks and cheese and wine. And, exactly. Yeah, sounds like a wonderful trip to me. Great road trip. Well, you yes. have taken us on a wonderful journey here, Rita, and I'm so happy that you and I connected in this new year. Uh, what a great new year is going to be. Uh, it all matters that you make it your best new year listeners so i encourage you to do that could you maybe share some parting words of wisdom or advice maybe that relate to the new year okay <laughs> so i think that this for me is an advice but also a mantra and it's that it's never too late to achieve what you desire in life i'm talking about both business and private life it doesn't matter if you're not in your 20s or 30s anymore so you can change job, practice a new sport, graduate, learn a new language, and, and so, so forth. So there's always room for improvement or, or change. Well, what a wonderful way to start the year. It is never too late to achieve yes, whatever exactly. you want in life. I think that's wonderful. So words to live by in 2024. How can people learn more about Campana Modena? So uh, they can find us on our Instagram, that is Carrozzeria Campano Norio. And they also can contact me, uh, writing an email at campanastore at campanacarrozzeria.it. And they can also visit our website at www 
www.campanacarrozzeria.it. Absolutely. And I encourage you listeners, I'll put links to all these on Rita's show notes page so you can go and see what they do there. You will be blown away. Uh, spectacular shop filled with very, very talented people with a lot of passion for life and cars. Now follow them on Instagram. I'll put links to all of these and uh, tell you what, you reach out to Rita and she actually responds. So there you go. <laughs> Not a lot of people do that right away. So I thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You do. Absolutely. Yes. And again, I want to do a shout out. Thank you to our mutual friend, Robert Nagel, who introduced yeah, me to Rita. Yeah, Robert, thank you for bringing a wonderful guest here on the show. Rita, this has been spectacular. I can't thank you enough for spending time with me today. Until you and I talk again, my friend. Thank you, Mark. It's really been a pleasure to talk with you. Thank you for inviting me. You're so welcome. we'll talk soon, I hope. <laughs> and uh, in Italian, how do you say Happy New Year? Buon anno. There you go. Happy New Year to all you listeners. Make this year the best. It's never too late. I'm honored to say that my charity of choice here at Cars yeah is Tech Force Foundation. They help young people find an education and career that aligns with their passions. For those who love cars, problem solving, and working with their hands, a career as a professional automotive technician is the perfect fit for a fulfilling life. We're all wired differently, and not every successful career demands a four-year university. Technical education and the skilled trades matter, and we need qualified skilled technicians to keep our vehicles rolling. Learn more about how you can support tomorrow's driving force and workforce of technicians at techforce.org, like I do here at Cars Yeah! Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.